Welcome back to Misadventure Awaits, our weekly podcast where normally a bunch of weirdos share their adventures playing Dungeons and Dragons. For the last few weeks, however, we've taken a brief tour of the world of darkness as storyteller Lawrence guided his three vampire fledglings through their first nights as kindred. Now, we invite you to join us once more on the finale of our vampire one-shot in Misadventure Awaits Darkness. We do actually have a sponsor tonight. The sponsor is Snoodle the Snack. If uh, anybody would like to know who or what that is, that is uh, one of our players, Snake. And Snoodle the Snack has an Instagram called Snoodle the Snack. Yeah, that's pretty much um, S N O D L E T H E S N E K. Yep. There we go. The dirt version. Yes. He's a, he's a dirt. So um, that derp is apparently sponsoring our uh, session tonight because uh, vampires equal creepy and snake equal creepy. But you know, if you've seen Snoodle, not that creepy. And maybe our vampires are also not that creepy, but that remains to be seen. All right. Um, very misunderstood. We don't have a Nosferatu. So. We do not. Uh, but who knows? There might be one, but you just wouldn't see. So, without further ado. The United States, California, Los Angeles. It's a city that you all know. For one, because it's a place where people are born, dreams are born, dreams die, and people die. And for some of those people, dying is not the end. Um, and on life as it is becomes more of a kind of a game of chess. Except in that game of chess, you don't really ever know what piece you are. You might think you're the king or the queen, but you might be no more than a pawn. Luckily for you, you three, definitely pawns. And if there were something less than pawns, then you would be it. Cannon fodder. Um, however, if you play your cards right, who knows? You might become king or queen. Um, and you are currently in that process on the first full night of your new on lives in Clan Tremere. The three of you received the assignment from the Seneschal, the right hand of the prince, to investigate a terrorist attack, so to speak on a bunch of kindred and you found out that one of those was the primogen, so the most important one of clan Ventru, save for of course the prince, the prince who leads the kindred of the city under the Cavalier. Now you're tasked finding out the who, what, why, how, whatever, whatever else you can find out. And uh, if you will not, who knows? You might not even continue to be pawns and you might get removed from the board. And with that firmly in mind, let us tell a vampire story. And this vampire story has three kindred. If you could please each shortly introduce yourselves for as far as we can know who you are and what you look like. Well, I'm playing birds. 
I'm a uh, primary school, well, used to be a primary school teacher. Um, I'm about six, five-ish. Um, I'm wearing semi-fancy clothing. That's it. All right. Shortest description. All right. Well, I mean, you, you didn't resign yet from mm-hmm. your primary school, so technically you are still a primary school teacher. And who knows whether or not you might continue to be that. Though I wonder how you're going to do that at night or with all the curtains closed. Fair. You, sir? I'm uh, going to be playing uh, Dr. Jacob van der Horn, uh, a scientist, um, specifically a hematologist, that did some research into blood, got into some darker things, deeper things, and uh, <laughs> found himself uh, woken and vampire. Mm-hmm. Correct. Also of Clan Tremere. Yep. Not very special looking. Normal slim guy, longish hair. Not too much to look at. Also, very pale, I believe, now. Very pale. Actually, the both of you are very pale. Mm-hmm. And speaking of pale or not pale, brings us to the third. I'm Cleo Lindquist. I used to work at a witchy bookshop. Might still work there? Probably. Just more in the back. Can you t- can you put the file those books in front? No, I'm fine here in the dark. <laughs> and uh, well, I'm wearing black leather pants, a black lace bodysuit, and a long red leather coat. Yes, and you are in fact very beautiful. And I do not look as dead. You do not look as dead. You have currently employed the blush of life. Now, what I would like you all to do, even though this is still the same night, you've been doing a lot of things, and you are still new to this all. So if you could all please give me a new rouse check. So roll a blood die. On a success, you do not become any hungrier. On a failure, you do. Oh, that's a one. You succeed. You roll a one, that means you get hungrier, so add one more uh, to your hunger pool, which is somewhere at the bottom right. And you, sir? A three, so I'm telling you, I go to three hunger. You go to three hunger. Bert, you're feeling like a little, (sighs) boy, this is, you know, not the first time you've been up late, Mm -hmm. Uh, so you feel... Yeah, no, you're not you're not getting tired or anything yet. No, no. Cleo, you Oh, you're sitting back, you're you're reading, you're checking out Bert's interesting books, and you feel like a little as if you're you're hungry, you probably want like a, a snack or something if you're alive, but now you feel like a sort of hunger increasing in you and a voice. And the voice of your sire, that pretty lady called Leah Vendetta, and you hear her in like kind of a mean tone of voice saying, Feed, come on, beautiful. You should just rip open a nice mortal and just suck it dry. While you're having this internal monologue, or dialogue actually, Dr. Jacob, you hear the voice of Dr. Antonio Damasio, like a strangely unscientific kind of, come on, 
hungry, you must eat. You can think if you don't eat, maybe find a nice young old. It doesn't really matter as long as you eat. As soon as I get that feeling, I start looking through my lab equipment that they sent over to see if there was any refrigeration unit, any blood bag, anything that I can eat. You look for it, um, but unfortunately, all you can find is a few really small, small vials that you are using for tests. Like you could drink them, but not sure that would be worth it. But you are pretty hungry, but not so hungry that, yeah, you put it back down. I mean, you are pretty hungry, like let's say on a scale of one to five, where one is all right, but peckish, and five is starving, I will just kill the nearest Snickers or person, you would be a three. Yes, okay, well, you've got yourself Somewhere under control. Somewhere in between. You don't need the Snickers yet. You, you think you're okay for as far as you can deduce. So, as you finish his thought and put back the blood vials, you continue what you were doing. Um, Bert, you were doing all kinds of research in the mm -hmm. new books, the new editions. Yep. Was there anything else that you would like to research? So far, you've researched something along the lines of uh, vampiric history, and something along the lines of uh, Camarilla, Sabat, mm -hmm. and Anarch Foundations, without specifically those names. And you've found like the different, let's say, schools of vampiric um, powers which are called disciplines. I'll try and zoom in on the blood sorcery. Alright, you can find out more. Um, by all means, roll me. Um, uh, let's see. I would say investigation and occult. This is a bit of an unusual roll, but I like to. And don't forget to include your hunger dice, the amount that you are hungry for. Alright. That's it. Three successes, two failures. Three successes. Which is like an average success, not bad. Uh, in terms of D&D, there will be something along the lines of at, um, 12 to 15, 16. You are zooming in. You do find that um, like the regular, as far as they are, they're regular books. You don't, you come to the conclusion that this knowledge is not very common. You find that some of the books that you have, you feel that you, that you received from your sire, or at least from your clan, uh, are very Tremere only. Um, and you feel that you should probably be very careful what you do with this knowledge of these disciplines, other than of course you use them. Mm -hmm. um, you find out that it revolves around the manipulation of blood, um, manipulating blood to become something corrosive or uh, maybe even poisonous, maybe even damaging to other kindred, but definitely more easily uh, damaging mortals. You find out that with these disciplines and with this blood sorcery, it is easier, much easier to um, uh, um, influence or manipulate uh, the kind, so the mortals, than it is uh, kindred, but it is possible to manipulate kindred. 
um, you find that it is possible to increase like the power of your blood. Um, you can make others, if you're adept, more hungry. Um, you could even try and steal others. Vitae is the term that is often used for blood. Um, let's see. And you even come to the conclusion that you can boil the blood of somebody inside their body. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And you also, but this is very advanced. This is, you're probably about as far from it as you are from uh, professional uh, dirt biking, flying in the air, mm -hmm. even Knievel style. You also find that there's all kinds of rituals and it's almost as if the sky is the limit. And what you remember from an earlier talk is that your clan wasn't of the original uh, original line of vampires created, uh, so to speak. Um, it was a kind of immortality reinvented by mages. Because quite comparably to Dungeons and Dragons, where humans uh, can be wizards and then find that, you know, their limited lifespan becomes a problem and some try to become liches or something the like. Uh, in this case, um, this line of vampires sort of created themselves, of course, partly with the help of consuming an actual vampire. Um, so those rituals are almost as, as crazy as you can make it, but some of the uh, examples would be um, creating wards so that you can guard like a location or a person from, mm -hmm. let's say ghouls, let's say vampires, maybe even ghosts or the like. Apparently, you find out reading there's stuff like ghosts. You don't know exactly where that line ends, but there are apparently ghosts. Um, and the, the rabbit hole goes so deep and so hypothetical, um, that you're thinking, well, maybe I can um, throw lightning or talk to my sire mentally from miles away. And the, it's so wide the possibility that you, you feel you have to stop yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you might lose yourself in this for weeks and weeks I'll, on end. I'll specify in the boarding. Am I able to do that? Does um, it specify how to perform the ritual? Let's see, I gave you one ritual that you that you could possibly do that was not the ward, right? I don't have the ritual. I think you... No, blood sorcery, blood sorcery, blood sorcery, dominate. Uh, does it say blood sorcery ritual? Nope. Uh, I have had one for you. It does not. Uh, does Do you have something called wake with evening's freshness? Nope. Oh. I have compel scorpion's touch. Extinguish Vitae and Corrosive Vitae. I could have sworn I had made something for uh, you. As you're reading into this, you can, you know that you can't do wards with what was the ritual that I had given you? Blood walk. You remember you're putting this together and you just get a flashback to your first, like your half night, the night you were created. Um, 
you spend through a lot of conversation. Some some of it is still blurry with your sire uh, Natasha Dimitriou. Um, strangely, there was a lot of time where you did like things, something with blood, and as you're focusing on this, you remember you learned a ritual called um, Wake with Evening's Freshness. Uh, and you remember that you would have to perform this before dawn and um, you suddenly remember there's a technicality to when you go to sleep during the day it's not sleep as mortals do practically you are dead for all intents and purposes so somebody could play the stereo next to your head and you would still remain dead until the next uh, sunset if you were to have to wake up for some reason, um, it will be extremely difficult unless you would uh, employ this ritual. You would have to do it at the start um, of your night, something along those lines, and then you would be able to wake, which you can imagine the value of it, mm -hmm. because during the day you would be very vulnerable. So that is the ritual that you can do. Wake with evening's freshness. I have the details here in case you would like to do it. While Bert is looking into all these things, what are the rest of you doing? I was mostly looking at the books that the bookstore had been trying to get for months and couldn't. Mm hmm. Um, you've been reading some of those. Fascinating. Not really going deeply into. Um, the things that you now know are real, but a lot of hypothetical things and a lot of occult uh, things, some of which you practiced when you were still alive. You're reading about some things that you did when you were still alive, some witchcrafty things, but you come to the conclusion that um, you can actually do those things now, but better. Bend people's wills in a way. Uh, so, in a way, it's interesting to read these things, but with every new chapter that you read, you feel that it's a little bit outdated, and it would be so interesting for all these people interested in such things to know all these things, but you get the sense that you would be breaking what was mentioned to you earlier as the masquerade, and you would probably be murdered for that. But you are fascinated. Anything else in particular that you would like to do while Bert's doing other readings? No, I'm reading these books. Alrighty. This might be the only time I can. This is true. Who knows? Uh, Dr. Jacob, what are you doing in the meantime? Uh, well, I've uh, reorganized all the stuff that was brought here. Mm-hmm. I started moving it down mm -hmm. into a safer location. Mm-hmm. Um, then the conversation I had with uh, Ambrose keeps popping in my head and I feel the hunger coming up, uh, so at some point I decide that uh, maybe we should get moving since we're running out of time mm -hmm. and I'll uh, interrupt both of them in their uh, research. Right. You can. Hmm. So, view. We, uh, we need to get uh, going. I'll look at my watch. It's, uh, 
probably one o'clock between one and two. So you're thinking it is a bit wintry, the sun uh, set at around five because you woke up at five. So then probably it will rise around seven-ish. Seven-ish. Um, what is, uh, have you found anything about uh, Fiona? No, no, nothing. Just better. Uh, Let I, me just I, I have a friend who told me uh, we should be seeing. Let me write some stuff down and I'll be sure. ready to go. And I'll write down as sure much as I can mm-hmm. what I've learned so far, not just from the books, but from what I've witnessed. Mm-hmm. Write that down in the book and put that somewhere where people won't find it. All right, you're prob- that probably takes you like, you probably want to take 15-ish minutes or something. <laughs> That's good. Uh, as you are writing, the doorbell rings. I'll go to the computer and look at the camera. Uh, there is a delivery man standing there from a pizza company. You recognize the company? You think you've ordered pizza there in the past? This man with a cap with a pizza logo, coat with a pizza logo. Can I see his face? Holding a pizza box. Uh, as he's just, you know, looking around a bit, uh, you get glimpses of his face. So it doesn't look like an assassin who's trying, he's trying to, to have his face. visibly obscure himself. You guys ordered anything? I was reading. Okay. Just leave it for now. And I'll keep on writing. Doorbell rings again. Ignoring it. Doorbell rings again. Ignoring it. Doorbell rings again. Nope. Might be more than just uh, pizza. <laughs> I figured. But you do get the feeling it's not like he's doing. Just like, just like. The neat 30 second interval. Yeah, yeah, just neatly. Ding dong. Or, I don't know, what, what sound does your doorbell make? <laughs> <laughs> just a regular bell. Eh. <laughs> just a regular ding dong. Ding dong. Over time, they do start to sound like screech, though. Battery runs out. Ding dong. Just writing stuff down. Yeah, I haven't ordered anything. Uh, if you're not going to go, I'll go. Yeah, you might want to wait. Don't think he's leaving. Nope. Which is why I'm not answering. I haven't ordered anything. You guys haven't. No, but maybe they are we sending us do something. Do have friends, powerful ones. Yeah, dong. but you just gave us a different message. Yeah, powerful well, people. It's well, I do not want to let in. But would she know where your place is? Probably. I'm thinking she could. My stuff's here. Your stuff's here. My right. stuff's not. Your books here. Well, we can hide over here all we like, but that is not going to. Well, walk to the intercom. Thingy. All right. Yeah. I haven't ordered anything. Um, I've got a pizza for Miss Mister Schimmel. Skimmel, and uh, judging by the sign, uh, this is that's your house. I haven't <coughs> ordered anything. I has well, it been I have paid to, for. I have, yes. I can pick it up. Yes, please. Okay. I'll walk up. Open the door. Okay. Open the door. As you open the door. 
fuck all happens except for a guy holding a pizza box holds the box out to you. Yeah. Thank you, and I'll give him a five dollar tip. All right. Thank you, sir. And he turns around and walks away. Gets back in his delivery car, which has the logo of the pizza company. Walks away. I'll take a note of the, the license plate, and I'll walk upstairs. Okay. A mental note. Roll no. Be still, oh, frenzy. No. I'm trying to memorize. Just in case. All right. Yeah. You make a mental note of that. Okay. Then I'll walk upstairs with the pizza. A pizza box. You do sense it's a little bit heavy for a pizza. Here you go. I'm gonna write the down. last few things down. Towards you. (laughs) (laughs) As you open the pizza box, it does not contain a pizza. It contains a bomb. A timer ticking down is also not in there. Um, Anthrax, also not, not that it would bother you. It contains three small transparent plastic boxes with three simple phones in them, cell phones, and a little yellow post-it. Post-it, really? The post-it says, burner phones in case you need to reach out. Any initials, any Um, indication of who? It says V at the bottom. Could be Victor. Well, it's not Fiona. Fiona, but she's dyslexic. So, <sighs> Fiona. No. I'll, I'll get the phone and open the contact thingy. It is still in its, in its packaging. So, these have are unused phones straight from the store. Um, no, there is no numbers in there, nothing. Has 911. So in case we need to reach out, but there's nothing in there? Correct. Reach out to who? Let me hit one. Call. Uh, your fast call thingy has not been chosen yet. Which is... Definitely what that's called, the fast call. Yeah, speed call dial. Speed dial, again, there we mm-hmm. So nothing on speed dial. Uh, so I yeah, I'm guessing by now I would have written everything down. No, no, Hidden no, the book. Yes. Oh, put in one of the phones. Uh, if anyone would like to make a roll to see if they can figure it out, they can, but you don't have to. I'm not bothered. <laughs> Seeing exactly. over identifying mm-hmm. the phone. Who's did I get this from? We're gonna walk over to my gun safe and get a gun. Alright, do you pick a handgun? Do you pick an assault rifle? Pick a handgun, something I can conceal. Alright. You also bring bullets? Haha, mm-hmm. you didn't specify bullets! Click, click! No, that's not how that works. I'll bring. The spare mag. 
Sure. So you have one gun and two full clips. Yep. All right. Please write that down. Anybody else would like to make any um, things, preparations before you go? Feel free to do so. Those don't work on us, right? No, they do. But do they? They just they do less hurt. damage. But they will still fucking hurt and kill us. They mentioned that. So. It's basically. I do like that. So, uh, I'm hungry. I'm a little peckish. I have no butt here. Not That's not. That's a light snack. Yeah, that's not. And also, <laughs> hey, well, if you guys are done, I guess we could have, head out. Yeah, sure. Okay. Are we sure we have to be afraid of Fiona or just be afraid in I'll, uh, general? Fiona. Reactivate the security Probably system and I'll get the key to one of my cars. Or All right. the car I have. Yeah, you have a car. It's not uh, too fancy, not too strange, but it's also not like uh, you're borrowing your wife's car. You just have like a normal sedan. Pretty good, uh, pretty good state. Old school piece. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't get embracing the clan from here if you have a piece. Yeah, like a nice Volkswagen or something. Yeah. You do. You get Volkswagen in America. Nice gold. You obviously go for the huge pickup Doge. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> Doge. Don't well, ever say that again. No. So a Volkswagen, that would make sense. A European car. Yes. How Ooh. dare you? A what what color did you say? Gold. <laughs> yeah, purple uh, rims and stuff. Well, there is a very nice silver purple. I'm not nope. kidding. It's just a standard black car. A black Volkswagen. Yep. Is it a Volkswagen Golf? Yeah. <laughs> so as you start it, it goes. A Golf Six. And it should be this weird blue color the whole. A non bumped up car. Okay. It's a regular Volkswagen. But that is not a goal. Press a button and neon lights, neon lights lights up underneath your car. No. Drive us straight to Stop, city bitches. You you touch the car and you get like. only exist in Amsterdam. Obviously. You get like a weird, strange kind of flashback to. Back in the olden days, back when you were in the home country, when you recognized such cars. But in this case, you see him driving a car just like this, but in a different color. It's as if you've seen this before. Weird. And you realize you can do this. Okay, so uh, for two. <laughs> what? Is there music? Is there music? Currently no music. No music. Mm. You see Jacob just like mm. phase out just for a few seconds. Mr. Scientist, where do we need to go? Uh, no, I'm... You bad, right? What? 
Right? Yes. Yes, so do I, by the way. Butcher? It won't be you, but we'd have to break in. Yeah. I'd rather not. Right. So maybe we should report what we found out. You do know it. that you have like access to um, blood clinic contact people stuff that you uh, could use. They have a blood at hospital. Oh, we could just go back and get a bag there. We so can ask our sires. Or we can ask our sires and immediately report on it. Yeah. I, I, want to go. I think the uh, legal path is definitely more handy at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the night guard, night guard person. Trying to avoid... And again, I did not work nice. I'll drive to our no tour. It's so handy to have someone like you. I'll drive to the hotel or the, the place we were. Mm-hmm. The safe house. Yeah. Yeah. The hotel. You. Yeah. You. You've been around that area, so it takes you a while, but you managed to find it. And if not, I'll use a navigation. I probably would have in my head. Yeah, but you didn't know the exact address. But you managed no, to we find didn't it. Google it. Mm-hmm. We had the name of the place. And you have a smartphone. Yeah, but you. Uh, yeah, you do now have the simplest of smartphones, and yeah, you had your phone with you. I have mine You do have one. We don't, but you do. Oh yeah, by the way, the phones that you got weren't smartphones. They were like, just right before, yeah, the Gnome Flip phone. Yeah, flip phones. Fridges. Exactly, flip phones. The ones that you could hit on the floor and they'll still function. And they'll still function. Floor breaks. Ah, I remember those days. See, this is when our listeners think that we're actual vampires, because... And remember, the Nokia, it was amazing! <laughs> you could kill a man with it! it, it While we're yeah. talking about that, I'm thinking, ooh, rotary phone. Ha! <laughs> well, I gotta say, those do look like fun. Huh? Now we've lost our last listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You managed to. Oh, you uh, drive like you <laughs> <laughs> do, do I. Do I need to drive? No, no. Let's see how, <laughs> how, I might how need good to drive. You, you are American. You know, I'm a lipstick. Oh, yeah, actually, you are pretty good at driving. I'm people, you know. Yeah. I'm maybe not all sciencey, but I'm still a smart person. I got a determiner. That is correct. I look scared if you're decent. Also, it's handy to know how to drive every car if you're also the friend that likes to stay sober at times. But at this point, I'm guessing we're pressing the fast travel button. And you're there. <gasps> oh, we're here. God. You I'm really never getting do. in a car with you again. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you get the sense that he can drive really well, he just chooses to drive like an asshole. <laughs> I'm American of you. Hey, I come back. Hey, 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 our listeners are American. <laughs> we do have some. <laughs> they probably know this is true, though. Bye. It was fun having you with us while it lasted. <laughs> you want a picture of a snack? <laughs> Alright, so you are there. What do you do now? Oh. Park the car and roll. No, you park the car. 
A lock of trash. The car catches fire and you die. Roll intelligence. Uh, well, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay, well, let's get in. And I'll lock up. Alright, you walk up to this hotel and you enter the electric doors and, you know, it's accessible. There's lights, there are lights on. Uh, you get the sense that, you know, it's it's open all times of the day and the night. And there's that same lady that was behind the reception desk is looking towards you. Hello, Vivian. Can I help you? Yeah, we have business in the same room we were here later. Mm-hmm. This, well, yesterday, technically, at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, you woke up there this evening, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, um... You can go to your rooms. Your rooms have been paid for for during the night. This is the place that, uh, storytelling-wise, this is the place where we met up with all these. Where people. you woke up? Oh, are you? Oh, you're at, at the. Uh, oh, at these people. Oh, you were going to that the place. asylum. Ah, the asylum that was mass. not a hotel. That was a nightclub. The asylum. Okay, you park at the hotel and you come to the conclusion. Oh no! Wait, this was the other place. You get back in the car. Sorry. And you drive I to the asylum. Guy, you drive to the asylum like an asshole. Fucking gasoline prices these days. And you, <laughs> I'm assuming you park in the parking garage belonging to the yep. to the. Because right. I can. Uh, well, there's actually not one belonging to, but you see that there is a, a parking garage real close by, and you go oh, in. You t- and you exit the car. It has stopped raining at this point. You get out of the garage, you cross the street, and you walk up to the uh, asylum. As you approach the asylum, a woman in a red dress approaches the party and says, meet me at Tripp's pawn shop around the corner. I would like to have a word with you. As in the group, or she directs herself towards the three of you, and as soon as she's finished saying that, she just sort of blinks and looks at you, looks around where she is, and she looks at you confused. It's a pawn shop or something? But what did she say? I was in time. No. Does anybody remember what, what the lady said? It, for you, this was a surprise as well. Uh, and she's looking at you a bit confused. Do I... Did you want something for me? Oh no, just continue on with your business and I'll use compel. We just ran into you, sorry. She turns around and she continues with her business. Oh. Selling shit. <laughs> I don't think there's a little big place for it. Okay. Pawn shop around the corner after this. Sure. Oh, that's we could go now. We'll have to go now, I guess. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Pawn shop is. All right. Uh, you're guessing the pawn shop is not inside the parking garage you just came from. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking around and you're 
walking in a direction, no pawn shop, different direction. Ah! You see a building and it says Trips Pawn Shop. That's probably the one. Let's, let's go there. Okay, and I guess we walk up. In front of Trips Pawn Shop, you see a woman with short bleached hair and a boss lady suit waiting for you. Uh, oh. She looks an awful lot like a Fiona. As a matter of fact, she is exactly Fiona. Hmm. How convenient. How convenient. I've been expecting you. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. Uh, I hope not. Then I would be scared. Then you would. Then you should be scared. Be well, there scared. is a reason that you came here. She probably is expecting you. Uh, she's just standing there, looking at her phone or pretending to look at her phone, for as far as you can <coughs> infer. Mm-hmm. At this point, Dr. Jacob gets, uh, is your phone still on or not? Uh, Yeah, I I left it on uh, after the uh, hotel. You get a message. (laughs) Check what it is. Um, You get another little pop-up screen Mm -hmm. uh, with a little countdown timer that you saw before. Speaking to you know who I immediately focus all my attention And he says For a small favor. I have some interesting footage Define small Do you do you type that define small small. in our world? There's two types of favors small favors and big favors, but we call them differently. You remember? They were called boons, but it's probably avoiding that terminology over the internet. Mm-hmm. At a later point in time, I might cash that in. Okay. You say, okay. Um, you are approaching Fiona. As you stop in my tracks. Stop in your tracks. What do you two do? Do you keep walking or oh, oh we start with him? You continue on your stuff. You join in later. I start slowly walking because phone. Mm-hmm. The general not okay. paying attention. You slow down. Bert carries on. Cleo, do you stay with Doc Jacob or do you continue with I Bert? I just a bit walking along slowly. All right. So like you're sort of like becoming like a, this this slowly growing caterpillar with Dr. Jacob walking the slowest, Cleo in, in the middle, and Bert in the front. Yeah. Um, you get a little pop-up where you see the inside of the lobby of the hotel. And you see uh, the reception desk. This is just from one angle. Uh, and you see Fiona exiting something or coming into view mm-hmm. and walking towards the reception desk 
speaking with the man at the reception desk. And then she turns around and then the man at the reception desk, which you uh, recognize as Guy, the man that you talked to before and whom you found dead in the hotel room. He picks up the phone and he calls somebody or something and he says something real short and then he hangs up again. Hardly a long conversation. Could have been, hey mom, I'm gonna be late for dinner. Uh, uh, we'll see each other later or something that length. And then he hangs up and then he just continues his work. And then the video fast forwards a little bit and then there's a little shaking of the camera and then people running into the screen and out of the screen and the man at the reception desk going what's going on and picking up the phone and dialing and and he looks in distress and more and that's where it cuts out. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on his lips, what he's saying, if I can, or uh, on what Fiona's saying. You can, can certainly try it. You can't see what Fiona says because she has her back towards, back towards yeah. but you can see if you can read what the man says. I want to use any consensus for this. Um, ah, yeah, your eyes, because you can enhance, actually do that. Yes. You can zoom. All right. Um, how about, I would say, oh, that's a good one, and you're a bit under stress here because Fiona's standing over there and you're trying to process this really quickly. Yeah, don't, I'm walking towards you now, mm-hmm. so you guys can focus on whatever the fuck you guys are doing. So you're going to try and use your composure uh, and your aspects. Five as well. That's five. Uh, I would like to remind you that it Thanks. is possible to temporarily boost mm-hmm. one of your capabilities by one. Uh, you would have to make a rouse check for that, and you don't have to do that. I'm not going to do that, but it says here I need to use wits and resolve. Uh, you can also use wits and resolve. Yeah, if it's you'd the same like number, that. it doesn't matter. This is true, but um, that is for just using the heightened senses. Yeah. But in this case, you're not trying to just see. What he says, you're also trying to interpret it. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Wait, how about you make them intelligence and aspects one, which would give you one more die, because you are trying to decipher in your mind what what those words mean. Only three blood. Don't roll that one. I have a ten and a six and a nine. Three successes. Three successes. All right. That is not exceptional, but also not bad. Um, I would say that you can definitely see that he says Empire Hotel, which was the place. Um, and just <laughs> trying to put your eyeball into the Still walking. Something like at the Empire Hotel tonight, and you can't really make out the rest. You infer from this that he is telling somebody where to find that they can find 
a person or a group of people at this very location tonight. Save the video. Alright, you can. And the yeah, little dialogue thing disappears as you say thanks. You approach Fiona first. Mm-hmm. As the rest is training after. I'm looking a bit weird at you when you have your eye on the phone. So, don't mind me. Interesting. Uh, oh, sure, it depends on me. So, hello. We meet again. Hi. You um, hi. needed us? Yes, I was wondering what you found out, actually. I, the sensors are still on. They are. Uh, you are focusing them mostly on uh, view, right? Yeah, yeah. So you are. You do. And you can see your heartbeat, right? Slightly. Oh, not our heartbeat. Yeah, beat. but. Nope, that's not beating. Nope. Hey. Not beating anymore. <laughs> and even if she were still alive, uh, there is debate as whether or not she really actually has a heart or not. That's. Yeah. So you are you have enhanced vision and slightly enhanced hearing and taste and smell. You're experiencing the city downtown Los Angeles. Uh, no, this was downtown Santa Monica, Santa Monica. where the asylum was. Uh, a little bit extra uh, here and there, a little bit distracted, but because you're focusing on your view, you, you may be on drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's a little a bit <coughs> like you're on drugs. Your pupils are pretty big. You can see, I mean, you can see the thread count of her suit, practically. You can almost <laughs> see the sounds. It's as if that little magnifying glass on your computer, mm. I don't know if anyone's ever used that, and it's like, ooh, it's a bit difficult to focus, because where exactly am I? That's what's happening. You're free to turn that off at any moment, you're free to keep it on for as long as you like. Keep it on for now. See uh, if I can uh, detect anything in the conversation. They are happening because mm -hmm. spacing out of my mind. This is true, you are <laughs> balls. Alright. I was wondering what you found out. Oh, well, we were about to report in the uh, asylum. I know, which is why you're here. But I was just wondering if I could get the scoop. No, you could just come in. That's fine, I have things mm. to do. I was just wondering if you thought Lotus was as suspicious as I think he is. I mean, a Bruja in Camarilla? I mean, imagine if something as crazy as this were to happen. I mean, Still very suspicious. Really looking at her. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely looking at her. And you, at this point, both of you have also approached um, hi, how nice of you to join as well. We were just talking about Lotus. Bit of a shifty character, eh? I really think that he was the one who did it. I mean, imagine. You move he a lot when, uh, when I'm speaking. I do. It's one of my things. Oh. Well, we've spoken so to you. So. You've spoken to Lotus as well? Yeah, we have. Did you... We've spoken to pretty much anyone who got there. That's true. I imagine you had quite a busy night. So far, yeah. yeah. So do you have any... Uh, anyone that you think did it? Like maybe 
Uh, we should probably report on that in the asylum. Yes. Yeah. Sure, sure. I was just wanting to make sure that you know that it's very important in this world that you've entered into who you know and what they can mean for you. Imagine, like knowing somebody like me, I could help you out, maybe get you a nice brand new laboratory, get you a nice bookshop of your own. What would you like to have? If you could just have, you know, whatever. Conversation with the alive, Guy. And a conversation with who? The alive, Guy. Well, wouldn't we all? I talked to him a couple of times there. I mean, I've spent some time at the Empire Hotel. Why? Is he no longer alive? I want to try and... Inside check? Yep. Sure. If she is lying her... Absolutely. Figure of balls. Focused on her every movement. You are. Anything that is out of whack looks weird. Does she have a tell with the heightened senses? Mm-hmm. She like a twitchy a fingers. Yeah. Anything or that just hair makes me go, wait. Um, with that information, um, once you've gotten that, would you like to butt into the conversation or would you more like try and steer Bert towards it? Because what you can do, I could have you both roll separately or I could, we don't have advantage in this no, game, but you die. could give him an extra die. I'll do that. I'll nudge you. All right. And th- something out. Then Bert, you were thinking... Trying to see if he does or does not know about the Bethel Key. Mm-hmm. I would say intelligence and insight. Since what insight is... You can, if you would like, you can yeah. temporarily increase for you this roll a stat, oh, yeah, which is. would uh, mean you would do a rouse check, so you could get hungry or just a roll. get an extra one, so I'm good. All right. Five time. That's four success. No, five is a failure. Yeah. Then three successes, two failures. Three successes. She's doing this thing she did before. She's being like... uh, She's being coy. She's being like... Is she pretending to be lying? Or is she really lying? Or is she she being just... She being clever? Or it's tricky. But you do get the sense that she's trying to bring something across. She's trying to imply something. Say it without saying it. So you're thinking she probably knows exactly, but it's not like you can read that she definitely. One hundred percent sure. Yeah, you're not one hundred percent sure, and you can't tell off her face that she did it. But she she probably knows because of how she's talking to you, and she's trying to tell you mm-hmm. something. Well, I'm guessing you have. Had a conversation with, with Lotus. Your... I'm sure you know. You with all your you know Lotus was there. didn't hear? Didn't hear what? That Guy is no longer alive? Such a pity. Well, you were speaking of Lotus. I'm sure you know. Yeah, he is very shifty. I mean, I wonder if the very, finger... Very that... convenient yeah. if you were starting to talk about Lotus. Now that we just came back from the hotel and we found Guy and... We heard word that you were near the site as well, and he was alive, and then he died. I was in downtown odd. LA. Mm-hmm. Very odd. Well, we're gonna head into the asylum. 
you want to come I have things to do. Just know that if you're looking for a friend in this new life, depending on the outcome of this evening, I would be definitely in your individual debts. Like, that will be quite the big favors I would be able to do each of you. But you know, you never know where an evening's gonna go. I wish you good luck and I hope they like what you have to say. Good night. Have a very good night. See you later. See you later. And she just slowly turns around, slowly walks off. Okay. We will slowly walk in the other direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine as as everyone is turning the corner, everyone's running. <laughs> no, no. The DJ sprinting. No, <laughs> I am checking to see if she's still walking away. She's turning a corner, slowly, disappearing out of view. She definitely knows. She was trying to bribe us. She knew about Lotus. She knew we were coming here. Three, two, one. There she is. And you see Fiona walking to him. She's talking to Guy. Walking away. Guy picking up the phone. Guy is uh, at somewhere. Someone asked the mm-hmm. vampire. And when, from, when, when is this from the attack? You can see it. Start forward. Here the chaos starts. Shaking, people running into view, people panicking, grabbing the phone. That's that, very that looks oh. pretty. suspicious. But that's that's weird. That's something we should that's, that's fishy. tell. We should present this. Uh, yes. And also the conversation. Never trust the second. Also, I still think she was trying to bribe us into saying oh, she definitely she was. wasn't. Oh, oh, I don't want my own bookshop. I like working with the other people. Oh, I, I, I and talking would, with I would, the other people. I would mind trying to new laboratory, but... Yeah, but you won't be able to use I it. I think my sire has a lot Then. But, uh, let's go. go. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's so present... We should be know. careful about how... Because she is quite a big... Well, we... Just present our case. If we were to suspect people here, she'd be the main suspect by now. Yeah, she knows that, that otherwise she didn't do this. We we (laughs) suspect and we present and provide the evidence. We say why. Yeah. Yep, and uh, Elaine as well. Yeah, but uh, let's go to uh, mainly so, Fiona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you walk up to the uh, asylum, the nightclub that you were embraced, and then the night after, you were introduced with this query. So, in a way, you are back at the scene of the crime, and at the door, you are once more uh, asked to hand over your phones into a box. This has evidence on it I need it. Please. Um, hand it over. Uh-huh. And if I get the okay from the people inside, they'll get it back. Put mine in. All right. Do you put I your like a hawk? 
As he, put, as he closes the box and everything. He closes the box and they stay outside. Him and the other uh, well-dressed security man. As they did earlier this night. Be on the lookout. Weird things have happened. Always, sir. Do you also hand in your burner phone? Or do you keep it on you? No, toss that in that's less valuable to me than the phone. Is it still in the in the plastic wrapper or <laughs> did you take no, it? No, I agree. Oh, here's my phone. Plastic wrapper and everything. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, and you enter Club Asylum. I'm just rewind to make sure that I know what you are seeing. You. My goodness, there were a lot of pages before you got here. Ah, there we go. You enter the double doors and enter a small hallway again, which you entered before, and then you get into the large open room. There is music playing once again, which I think is song number that one. Bit of slow, jazzy, like strange out of place music. It feels like a bit of a mix of old fashioned music and contemporary music. Not peculiar, but then again, there's nothing normal, of course, about this world that you're in. That is You see this nightclub from the inside again, a dance floor currently decorated with chairs, um, a bar with a person behind the bar. Uh, you see your three hires are lingering on one side of the room, talking to each other. Uh, you see um, the uh, Keeper of Elysium, Strauss, and Katja, the Tremere Primogen, are also in this room talking to each other. Um, both are holding, uh, each are holding a book. Um, and you see this absolutely, amazingly, stunningly beautiful lady in a white dress with lace and long brown hair almost hypnotizing eyes from this distance even and next to that um black leather lady a black leather lady hair in a tight ponytail uh, the other not people no longer alive are no longer there hmm. lingering close to your sires was this lady the lady who dragged in that one person that was the then. person that didn't show up. Exactly. She's lingering around the three of them, and you see some somewhat nervous looks between your uh, um, what sires, sires <coughs> and this this lady with the dark hair. Hmm. All right. Uh, this time there is not a waiter coming to take your order, but there is somebody behind the bar. Or, uh, good evening. Uh, can I help you? Just a man, slightly athletic build, short, dark hair. Uh, your finest O, please. I will get some O on in a glass, or 
And he looks at you two. Uh, I'm good. You right? You want some stuff? I'll try your stuff. Instead of like getting a glass or whatever, bottles or opening the tap, he walks uh, into the kitchen. In the meantime, you notice that all the people in here are eyeing you, but are not necessarily approaching you. And your sires get a little bit extra nervous. Now look up at Natasha. Try and get a book on Zoom. What the hell's going Something's on? Something's wrong. Um, she's unsure what you're meaning with your nonverbal. Well, walk up. Something wrong? You're, you guys are looking a little nervous. Oh, just you know, if it's uh, <clears throat> if you fuck up, um, I mean, that's it's also on us. <clears throat> I get it. Because we chose you, and then we didn't make the right choice, and I don't know what's going to happen. You have some evidence for suspect. The suspect. Oh, thank you. She seems visibly relieved, <laughs> and the other two with her a little bit, but there's still some, some tenseness. Uh, that we'll uh, tell them the second they're getting some food first. They're hungry. Sure. Yeah, don't keep that beast waiting for too long. You don't, uh, have you been, what have you been doing? Have you been uh, calibrating to the knife? <laughs> Killed anyone? Nope. Good. Have the deeds yet? Arrested? No. I've been doing research. With the stuff you've given me. Thanks. Yeah. Ben. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Helped. Give me some good insights. Good, yeah, well, I mean, we'll have, we'll have more time and more talks, I mean, unless you, they put you on more errands, then I don't know if they're going to... We'll all be off at some point. Sure, yeah, I just don't expect that to be tomorrow, it could be 50 years, but... Uh, hey, and it'll be 50 years, and in 50 years I'll learn a lot by myself as well. Patience, patience is a virtue, uh, that's good, that's good, I do think a good choice, yeah. I said that. And I'll just have some casual conversation until we're done. At this point, um, the waiter comes back with two whiskey glasses filled, um, not like whiskey glasses, it would be two sips and, oh, all right, next glass, but like uh, three quarters full with a very dark red liquid that almost looks black. And you both get that. Thank you. Welcome. You take a sip. I pretty much chugged the thing. Tastes amazing. You need one more glass to believe, but tastes amazing. This is absolutely fantastic. I think he wants another one. That is all right. Sure, and he gets it. And, <laughs> and I'll also drink. No, not as fast. <laughs> all right, you take a sip, and it, I mean it. Yeah, it, it, it's good. It, it, it's not good. Yeah, I don't know. It's good, but. Not it's almost as if it's. No. It's as if it's the best 
cake that's been, you know, in the kitchen for a few days. It's not mold yet, but you know, it's... It's a bit dry. It's dry, it's still... Crumbly. And it's as if it's lacking, like... Like a mood, if you could put it on there. It has... Yeah, it has some... It's looking definitely, Yeah, definitely. It's like drinking beer for the first time, um, but there is something to it that is tasty. It's a weird, strange mix where your body really wants this, but at the same time, it's just saying no. And you're making a mental note, this is definitely not what you like. You could, but if, if you can choose at all, never this again, ever. And you're not sure how he can down that so fast. Sure. Good, right? Well, I mean, to each their taste, I... Um, sure. Yeah. He comes back the waiter with another glass. You chug that, you can now... Boy, that's the fastest I've ever seen anyone. And you must. How? You must have an iron gullet. As you're actually, but it looks tasty though. As you're thinking about that, Cleo, you are. This is the three-day-old cake. Yes, it is. That is the fresh from the oven cake. I don't, I don't get the difference actually. It's, it's okay. It's, it's good. Yeah. Right. All the cake is probably three days old, anyways. As you're talking about this, Cleo, and, and, you know, in your mind weighing the difference between this horrible, uh, you know... It's not horrible, it's just not tasty. Almost <laughs> horrible, but tasty, but not amazing. <laughs> and the comparison to, like, what you would prefer, you sort of, your mind sort of wanders there. As if you're thinking of your, your favorite dish at like your favorite table in your favorite restaurant mm -hmm. with your favorite significant other and you're almost, you're almost lost in the fantasy but... Uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Alright. You head on over to the stage or the sires? Sires. That's where right. I'm at. Yeah, we can tell them that we suspect her to see the reaction and then go to the central. Sure. So you go to the sirens? Yeah. Yeah, you walk over to Dr. Antonio Damasio and Dia Vendetta. Mm -hmm. Dr. Antonio says, uh, Welcome back. Good, good news or bad news? Good folks. Well, Could do you be consider worse. good and bad? Yeah. Um, will we all 
live through the night or unlive through the night or probably not all but I don't you see some relief I hope at least you see some relief, relief escape again alright do you have do you at least have a suspect we, we think we do okay oh, I thought that who do I need to talk to to get the my phone here because the oh, the they really don't like as you're having this conversation Cleo yeah. was talking to uh, Leah Leah says nervously hey cutie what um, what's up what's the news well we think we have a suspect we need a Oh, I'm curious how that's, that's gonna go. Okay, uh, so. And we we should be fine. Not one of us, I hope. And she points at the other sires and also the other Tremere. Now that the more I think about it, this person does fit the picture. Seeing as how the attack happened. And yeah. Well, what just happened outside the building? Well, I hope you have some, some proof or are very convincing. Maybe you should do the talking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like she all she doesn't quite look down on you, but you feel I know a preference. I know. <laughs> it's okay, it's <laughs> my side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't say anything either. Alright, so um better, better get on with it then. Better get, and if the shit hits the fan. Please let me know. I think we'll know very fast. We will. Good luck. I am waiting for you to get back with your phone, though. Well, I walk up to the Seneschal. Yeah. Dr. Jacob walks up to the Seneschal. Pardon me, miss? Yes. Good evening again. Um, we think we may have uh, a suspect, um, but I have evidence on my phone that was taken, and I believe you are responsible for yes. what goes in. I'll have Aurora, mm-hmm. lady with the dark hair, approaches. Uh, could you please get the phone from Dr. Jacob from outside, but wait first because I don't want the phone to be in the room. Because I don't want to be alone. And Reynolds quietly and walks outside. Yes, please come, come, come. Perhaps tell me already first as much as you can, and then we will have a look at the phone. So, <laughs> you're a charismatic one. Oh, really? What makes you think that? Oh, she left the party early, mm-hmm. and we have the evidence on the phone showing cameras telling her something through one of the receptionists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who has Beautiful been... finds name, but I don't know this man. 
what would be and, good. Um, well, he then made a phone call and said that these, this and this group of people is in here now. Mm-hmm. And after that, the chaos started. She's looking over at the sheriff with a meaningful look, and the sheriff is looking back meaningfully, raised eyebrows. And also, when we went to the hotel where it happened, mm-hmm. um, he also talked to Eve, and he told us to meet him in a room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And when we went over there, he was dead. Yeah. And um, we ran into Lotus who said he followed Fiona. Mm-hmm. She looks over at the sheriff with a meaningful look. Sheriff looks back with raised eyebrows. Um, said he followed Fiona to the hotel area. When was this that he followed Fiona? A couple of hours ago. Yeah, when we went tonight. to the scene. Yeah. When we went to the scene tonight, or beginning of the night, we went over to check out the crime scene and apparently Fiona left not too long after we did mm-hmm. and also headed to the hotel area and Lotus followed her there and well we met him there and we were like did, 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 did you did, did you you were able to rule out Lotus you couldn't have done it no uh, what was your evidence or suspicious for this that he didn't do it for the time of arrival, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Just the knife. Also the 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 way the. There were no traces of blood or any positive. Yeah. So the masquerade was not breached. No. Nope. As, no, as far as we know. Nope. So we've removed any camera footage as well. And so. also, right before we got here, Fiona mm-hmm. told us to come to the pawn shop right around the corner, mm. and asked for the scoop. And mm-hmm. try to bribe us for huge favors. Um, With that, she used a human, which she man- manipulated most likely, because yep. the yeah. human was stunned afterwards. Ah, submerged directly. Yep. That um, is a very handy way to bring across messages without using devices, but um, also no proof afterwards. Okay. Very clever. But that's also a slight connection towards the people who actually shot at the party. Those were also also all humans, so she could have influenced them, just like this lady. Hmm. Um. And you say that there's evidence of this on your phone. What's this? Yeah, evidence? the conversation between her and me, and afterwards the chaos. It was recorded. Um. And. Uh, you can't make out what Fiona says, but you can make out what he says on the phone. Um, him calling up someone, mm-hmm. uh, telling them that there is a party uh, or something at the hotel. After a um, few moments after, well, it happens. Mm-hmm. Chaos so the fact that Fiona says that he calls moments later, chaos erupts, that is the very, very suspicious. Yes. And the fact that she had to bribe us. Mm-hmm. And she has motive as well. Yes, she does. Miss Ghoul. Ghoul. Miss Ghoul. Well, she gained a lot from it. Yeah. 
Would Yoshi or Wood as well, of course. But uh, we ruled him out and mm -hmm. the fire that we said at this restaurant actually happened. There was proof of that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and Fiona had something else that we, sire. that we could not find no, and no that she would not show. Mm -hmm. And well, when we asked to invite her to hear what we had to say, she refused. She, not to she had different business to attend. guilty, surely that would be a wise decision for her. Yeah, she had other things to do, but she did go out of her way to find a human to give us a message to start the inside scoop. Mm -hmm. And offer us things in case we all live through the night tonight. Alright. She looks at the sheriff. Sheriff walks off the stage towards the front door, knocks on the front door and Aurora comes in. No, no, that's just called Aurora. And they come in and she puts her, the sheriff puts her finger to her lips. And then she gives you the phone. Turn it on. Very awkward, <laughs> very <laughs> awkward wait. You're thinking, again, a good thing vampires don't sweat, because uh -huh. flops sweat. <laughs> That's gonna uh -huh. be would amazing be parties! Parties? Dance parties! Right. You don't sweat takes, all the time! So your know. makeup doesn't leak! I don't do parties. No, but sheriff, I The sheriff takes the phone and stands a little bit away from the seneschal. And she looks at it. And she... And then rewinds her forwards. And this is also, again, a bit of a painful silence. Everybody is silent. <laughs> this is the moment where you have me. And there's nobody breathing. You are fake breathing, and the Seneschal is fake breathing. Um, and that's about all you hear. Is your heightened senses still on, or is that off by now? I, I would have shut that off if I didn't hear. That's a good idea. <laughs> Nightclub, uh, what I wanna. As you look at the Seneschal, you see the same the diluted pupils, dilated, not diluted. Oh no, my eyeballs! Do dilated you pupils. Do you see that? Because um, it's all on him. Uh, yes, yes, I'll give you that, yeah. You saw it on him. So, so just poke you with the side. And you don't know exactly what's happening, but no, either but she's tripping balls or silently. doing the same thing. <laughs> silently nod. Uh, and this silence, this tense silence goes on. Uh, it is of course silent apart from the music that was playing just outside of the room, so yeah, fair. Um, and at some point, the sheriff gives it to you, and she says, off. She gives it to Aurora. Aurora walks back up. Sheriff gets up on stage next to the Seneschal. Gives her a look. Seneschal says, Well, I think this is about as conclusive evidence as we are going to get. Because we're still going to ask uh, Fiona if we can find her, of course. Mm -hmm. And as she says that, she looks at the sheriff, and the sheriff looks at Aurora, and Aurora nods and exits. 
you get a sense of the chain of command here. Mm-hmm. Oh, she left towards that area. Which is the scourge? Um, Aurora is the scourge. I kind of feel like Theon and his dragon here. Alright. So. Sires. The sires approach. A little nervous still, but they can read a bit of body language as well, so they're a bit tense. But approaching steadily. Then this means that you are now formally in the Camerida. You are welcome, fledglings, and you are now able to do whatever your elders dictate and perhaps rise to be a kitty making mean noises. Yeah. Maybe bitter once. Yeah, maybe hit her one too many times. It's what You are formally members of the Camarilla now. Congratulations. Listen to your elders. Perhaps uh, someday you will rise to such heights as well. Perhaps even someday Prince or Keeper of Elysium looks at the Keeper of Elysium. Perhaps Primogen, who knows what the future holds. I'm looking forward to seeing you make many discoveries. That is what you do best, I think. Almost better than anyone. Well, it was really fun to do this. You? Um, can you keep you on speed dial for the next time we have a mystery? Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm up for that. Yeah. Alright. So does this mean we can do our own thing now? This means the night is yours. Uh, look at Natasha. She does like the mini applause <laughs> with only oh, her boy. fingers. Uh, you see Dr. Antonio Damasio make a bow to you. Not too deep, but the head bow. I make sure to bow. Respect. And you see Leah Vendetta blow a hand kiss towards you. As you have made your sires proud, you have survived your first nights in this unlife. And who knows how short or how long your story will continue. Mm-hmm. And with that, we end our vampire story for now. This is the first one shot I haven't died in. <laughs> well, we really died. Really, yeah. Lost uh, the character. It's because you already part. died at the start of it, that's why. <laughs> so, Technically lost the character. Died, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you survived uh, uh, the Fiona. first one shot that we did as well. Ish. <laughs> Ish? Oh boy. Ish. Ish. Oh boy. Didn't we all get pulled into a giant thing? No, 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 the first one shot was uh, the dragons, the, right? The dragon riders. Right. The and he survived. He's one evil. Yeah. Well, not necessarily evil, but something went wrong. Swell! 
I should have rolled more. I think I, I got these special dice and I rolled like fucking ones. Yeah. <laughs> bird, bird, do me a favor. Just roll this red one just once. You want it to be cursed? Just roll it. Oh, okay, okay. Just a failure. Okay. Just, I was wondering if, it, if you would do failure. just one and then... No, no, no. I need to put this in a separate pocket now. <laughs> Can I just... This is the cursed one. Ah, oh, you cursed. Oh, well, they're vampire dice, so yeah. yeah. They're practically cursed. They're, they're technically cursed already. Eh? Congratulations, people! Yeah. You didn't get murdered, Debrutli. Having successfully completed the task before them, our new kindred are free to take on the night as they, and their sires, see fit. Unlife and unlimited possibility await as we leave this tale for now and return to our main campaign in the world of Thayer. Next week, tune in to continue listening to the adventures of the Foundling Five. The new year will undoubtedly bring new challenges, surprises, and the persistent weirdness that seems to cling to these adventurers. Thank you for listening, take good care of yourselves, and listen to us again on the next episode of Misadventure Awaits. <laughs>